Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, as you can guess from the title, we are talking about EMAs today, where we're going to be going over what they are, how to use them, how I particularly use them, as well as an indicator that I actually use in my most profitable strategy that has to do with EMA. So please stick around because honestly, I really do think it can shape um, and turn your own strategy into something a bit more profitable. But before we do dive into that, I would just say whatever you're listening on, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, if you could actually leave this podcast a review and or a like, that would really help me out in the algorithm. I could help a whole lot more people as more people are going to find me. And if I have actually given you any value, I would appreciate the 30 seconds that it does take to leave a review or a like. Anyway, thanks guys. So first things first, I know EMAs can have a bit of a bad rap. Right? They're very simple to understand. Um, everyone uses them, and I know a lot of you guys have started off, whether you've bought a course or you've been duped by a scammer, an EMA has probably been involved in whatever strategy on course out there. So you're probably thinking, oh, EMAs, what use do they actually have? They can't be that good. They're pretty simple. Like what I think the RSI is. Just a really easy beginner tool that doesn't really do anything. Well, actually, on the contrary, it does actually really help if you use it correctly and if you are a specific type of trader. But first, before we do get into all of that, what is an EMA for those of you that don't know? So let's just start with the basic of moving averages. A moving average is a statistical calculation that smoothens out price data by creating a single flowing line. The EMA itself is a type of moving average that prioritizes recent prices, giving more weight to the most recent data points in its calculation. What does that mean in layman terms? What is that simply put? Well, you know, the markets, they can create their peaks and their troughs when they're going down. Big pyramids, right? Always having higher highs and higher lows and lower lows and lower highs. Well, what happens is instead of these rapid movements, the line goes through what is the average, the estimated moving average of what price is actually doing. Cutting out some of that noise, some of those jagged peaks, those huge volatile movements and actually saying, hey guys, price is moving up. Hey guys, price is moving down. That's not all it does, but it's most simplistic form. Yes, that is what an EMA does. But what are its uses? What can we actually do with that information? Well, it does depend on the time frame of what you set your EMAs to. As you, a trader that's listening to this, you can choose different time frames for EMAs based on your own trading style and your own objectives. Common choices include 10, 20, 50, and 200 day EMAs. The shorter EMAs, being those 10, 20 days, respond quickly to price changes, providing a close view of recent market activity. Who would that benefit? Of course, it's more your intraday and scalpers. However, you've got your longer EMAs, which offer a broader perspective, smoothing out short-term fluctuations and highlighting longer-term trends. Really good for trend traders, 
day traders and swing traders. Really handy for that. Of course, that's more your 50, 200, 100 day EMAs, right? You can have bits in the middle that will do a little bit of both, but as I said, shorter term, better for your short term traders, longer term timeframes, better for your long term traders and trend traders, of course. Now, how do we actually interpret this? Well, I've basically gone over it. You know, you have an upward sloping EMA, it indicates an uptrend, while downward sloping EMA indicates a downtrend or a bearish trend. Super crazy, right? And of course, you've got the crossovers between multiple EMAs if you are using them. So a shorter and longer EMA crossover can signal potential trend reversals, which is something that I am going to be getting into within this episode because I love looking at trend reversals for sure. But how are the EMAs properly used in Forex trading? We've seen how you know the beginners do it, the teachers that don't really understand what they're doing, the retail traders, right? Even though I am one of them, I'm a retail trader, professional, but I'm still a retail trader. What's the difference between the two? So let's explore the practical applications in Forex trading. So first of all, we have trend identification. We've already talked about that for a second here. EMAs are widely used to identify and confirm trends. You as a trader can often compare the current price with the EMA to assess whether the market is in an uptrend or a downtrend or even ranging. For instance, if the current price is above the EMA, it may suggest an uptrend, while a price below that EMA line may indicate a downtrend. Pretty simple. But now we get into the fun stuff, which is support and resistance. Because of course, EMAs act as dynamic support and resistance. Why is it dynamic? Because EMAs constantly update their positions on the charts. They move higher, they move lower, right? That's what they do. So if the EMAs are moving, it is therefore dynamic and they can provide both support and resistance wherever they are in the market, which can prevent prices from falling below it and even prevent prices from vice versa, breaking through or above it. In a downtrend, the EMA can act as resistance, preventing that price from rising above it, just like we talked about. And you as a trader can often observe bounces or breakouts at specific EMA levels, which we will go over as well. Just wanted to say this is one of the things that you can look at it doing. Now, of course, you have my personal favorite, which are crossovers. EMA crossovers are where short-term EMA crosses above or below a longer-term EMA. This is significant for all you traders out there. Now, a bullish crossover, which is a short-term EMA crossing above a long-term EMA, may indicate the beginning of an uptrend from a downtrend, while a bearish crossover may short, where a short-term EMA, apologies, crosses below a long-term EMA, signaling the start of a downtrend. This is fantastic for when you've been in a significantly long uptrend or downtrend and you're waiting for confirmation for that click, that click in the market where you can see it start to surge up. And really, it can help you with the right EMAs not get faked out as well. Lastly, we've got divergence and convergence. Now, I don't really use this for divergence and convergence, but you can use it in terms of this. 
If price is moving the same direction as the EMA, you'll have a stronger trend. If it's convergence where price is moving the opposite direction, then there may be a more of a potential for a reversal or it's a weaker trend. Now, that's all the things that you can use it for, right? How do I use it? How do I put it into the markets? Well, here's that golden nugget. It's called a DeLorean. And in fact, I can actually look at my charts right now because of course they are always up. DeLorean EMAs by Eldin Didic. I think it's that's what it's called. That is what you want to have on your screen. Now, if I actually click this and add it to my screen here, I know you guys can't see it, but you can follow along with me, right? You definitely can. If you go into the settings on TradingView, this is what I have it as. This is what I do as a scalper, lower term. I have EMA length 1 is 5, 10, and it goes 25, 200, 800. I only use the first three. That's what I'm looking at there. Now, if you're a day trader, I wouldn't suggest that you start with anything lower than a 25. Maybe you could go a 15, but as an intraday scalper, you're definitely looking at these lower ones here. So you can set that to the settings that I use here, and you'll be able to see what I am talking about. And now, when you look at the charts, you can use it here. But this allows you to add multiple EMAs onto your screen and you can see when those crossovers happen, how many levels of resistance are happening. For example, what I can see on my screen right now is that the market is in an uptrend, but what it's actually doing, especially on those two smaller ones, is bouncing off both of them. If it breaks through the yellow, it immediately hits the red and then it starts to go up. What do we mean by that? If it breaks through the 5 EMA, it immediately hits the 10 and then starts bouncing up. So I know that maybe if it breaks underneath it, I've got potentially one level of resistance left. That's why I've got that there, the higher one, which is of course the 25. Because if it breaks through there, now I've got my exit signal and I know how to hop out. Your golden nugget there, guys. You can put that in the market right now. Now, why am I telling you this? Because the EMAs are fantastic for signal confirmation. Myself as a trader, I am using EMAs in conjunction with obviously other technical indicators and price action to confirm my signals. For instance, if price, if price breakout is accompanied by a crossover key EMAs, it adds weight to the signal's reliability. Or, just like it is now, it's telling me to stay in the trade, it's bouncing off, it's shooting up, that's what I love to see personally. Now you can also set stop losses and take profit levels from this. I wouldn't advise it. I would say what I found has been the best is again, looking for potential crossovers to tell me when to exit a trade, because of course we're all crossing out, it breaks below that larger email or however I've set it up, maybe the EMAs are starting to cross like we talked about before to signal a trend going in the opposite direction from what it's going for. I now have my exit signal, but I'm also looking for it to tell me to stay in. I wouldn't really set your stop loss and take profits off them more of, Hey, this is when I'm going to exit a trade. This is when I should be staying in one, right? Really, really easy. However, I do want to stress that a lot of traders go wrong with a because they place a heavy reliance on short-term EMAs. You might be saying, Alex, you, you've just given us example of short-term EMAs. Yes, I have, but you also can't see my screen. You don't know what other indicators I have on there. And I also, if I do say so myself, 
really good at price action trading. I love price action, looking at market structures. I've got a ton of confluences that I can look at. So relying solely on very short-term EMAs can be devastating because you could be reacting to noise rather than significant price movements. You can mitigate this by considering using longer-term EMAs as well as a broader perspective and understanding the context of market conditions. Also, choppy markets, like I've said in so many other podcast episodes, consolidation just does not work. It just doesn't do it. If you've got choppy or sideways markets, consolidation, it can lead to indecisive trading. To mitigate this, you just want to completely cut off your reliance on EMAs and wait for clearer trends to emerge. It's just as simple as that, guys. And do also factor in that EMAs lag in nature. Like all moving averages, EMAs are inherently lagging indicators. They react to past price action data and may not provide immediate signals. That's why, as I've said, all throughout this one, all throughout every other podcast that I've done, combine every indicator with other ones or price action for more timely signals. You cannot rely on it by itself. So mastering Forex with EMAs does require a deeper understanding of their interpretation, their practical applications, but I've just given you that there. So with this, you can really use the EMAs to provide valuable insights into market trends, support and resistance dynamically, and potential reversals. You as a trader, though, should always be aware of those potential pitfalls that we just talked about and the lagging nature of the EMA itself. Just make sure that when you do use these and you add the DeLorean to your charts, because I think it can definitely help more along the side of exits, because that's what I use it for. Not so much the entries. I do have a strategy where I use it entries for one, but the rest of them, I really use it for those exits. They're great for support. They're great for resistance. They're great to tell me when a trend is going to change, or even if it's just going to be a little pullback. I'm happy to hop out of them because I use lots of trailing stop losses now. I know it sounds crazy because I've said before that I don't, but these really help me keep my stop losses structured and keep me in the market for a longer period of time. Anyway, guys, that is it from me. Again, this question has come from a Discord member. So if you want your own question answered just like this, turn into an episode, the link to join Discord is in the description. You can send it through there. We can have a chat, you can join it, ask your questions away, and it can turn into an episode. Anyway, guys, that is it from me. Have a wonderful day, stay safe, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.